0: Coming to you live, live, and podcasting around the globe. You're listening to the Deal Farm Podcast, guaranteed to tickle your real estate-loving earholes. And now, here's your host, world-renowned TV heartthrob and investor extraordinaire, Ken Corsini.
1: Welcome to the Best Deal Ever episode. I am joined with my good buddy, Ola Dantas. Ola, how you doing,
0: man? Doing great. Doing fantastic. And thank you I mean, so much for having me. Thrilled to have you. You have an amazing
1: accent. I just got the, another podcast with somebody else that also had a very cool accent. So where are you originally from?
0: Yeah. So I was actually born in Nigeria, West Africa, and then lived in the UK for some time. So that's kind of where the accent came from. Very um, cool. now living in the, in the great country of the United States. Um, awesome. Love it. Awesome. Yeah. So you're in Maryland, is that right? Are you in Baltimore? Baltimore, Maryland, correct, yeah.
1: Baltimore, awesome. But you guys have not had some great press as of late, have
0: you? I know it's really fascinating because, you know, my wife and I, we, you know, we live here and then we watch the news and it's like, it's just not the same because Baltimore is a great city. Yes, there are some parts that aren't great, but that's kind of like everywhere with, with, you know, in different parts of the country. I yeah.
1: Guess. Yeah. It's funny. My, uh, the showrunner that did our show actually is right outside of Baltimore. He, I mean, it's amazing. The pictures he shows us, he loves it up there. I mean, yeah. All these other crazy negative things, it's just like, it doesn't quite equate. I'm not really sure.
0: Yeah. That's
1: cool. So, how, what's that market like for real estate investors?
0: I think it's pretty great. Um, Of course, you you have to know the markets. You have to have that local purse on. You have to know the blocks. You have to know the areas. Um, You know, of course, we tend to invest um, pretty much in class A, class B areas. um, And those markets are great. And I think the major market driver here in Baltimore, especially in the city, is John Hopkins, right? That's one of the top um, universities um, in the world, right? So we have that major driver. And that's a big, um, a, a big you know, market driver year in Baltimore. So, you know, so far that hospital is still there and they keep scaling up and keep building new, new parts of the hospital. Baltimore is wow. looking pretty, pretty great. Interesting.
1: I bet you that Baltimore uh, is probably not unlike Atlanta in terms of you've got areas that are transitioning. And so you've got from street to street, you've got sort of this wide
0: swing of values. Is that what sort of you guys experience? We are seeing the same exact thing. You can literally go from one block to the other and you look back to think, wow, what, what just happened right there? You know, we have that same feel. And, you know, I I guess as we as we start to grow you know the markets from from the John Hopkins side they're kind of pushing those boundaries um constantly so as you see those transition um coming from the good to the bad yeah. you just keep pushing and we, hopefully we're kind of getting to good for the most part in the city at, at least.
1: Interesting I didn't realize what a driver the hospital was I guess it's employees and it's as the hospital Employee, grows.
0: Yes correct and you know just because of the the share size of the hospital people are coming in from out of state just you know for work nurses even if the yeah nurses right oh yeah coming in and then you have patients um coming from different parts of the world because it's just such a great hospital Interesting. so and so they're having to build it out you know constantly they're buying a lot of properties too actually
1: are they uh, it sounds like yeah. a tremendous opportunity for like airbnb if you got a lot of oh, people absolutely. coming
0: and going Absolutely, absolutely. We actually did that um, as well, my wife and I, in a, a duplex where we were looking for a tenant. We, we Airbnb'd for a little bit, actually. Yes. There
1: you go. We've, we've yeah. got a, a handful of Airbnbs in Atlanta. We love it, man. It's been fantastic for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Short-term so, rental is a, is a different beast, but yeah.
1: It is a different beast, but if you do it right, it, it can be very profitable, too. Hey, absolutely. So what's, your, what's your primary business model, then?
0: So our primary business model has kind of evolved a little bit. So we kind of started with small multifamilies. We did, um, you know, some flips. Now we're kind of really shifting full throttle into multifamily syndication. Essentially, what that means is, you know, simple terms, we buy bigger apartment buildings with, you know, passive investors typically, and we share the profits. Man. And you've been at this how long? How many years? Um, About five years, about four or five years. So, you know, we set up our company, you know, dwelling.com. So we kind of use that to Um, essentially run that part of the business
1: do you do much single family
0: have you yes yes we we did so we flipped um uh, you know a few single families and that was very interesting for us um you know my wife and I we had a partner as well so that was very I mean I learned a ton from those um we also obviously we started you know with house hacking so we did some reno on that as well so it's been fascinating
1: very cool, man. So, five years in, and you've already graduated to sounds like some fairly large multifamily. That's pretty amazing, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of, you know, I'm not going to take all the credits, a lot of team effort, you know, especially when you get into the kind of commercial realm, you need a team. Um, so, you know, my partners and I, we've been really banging the pavement to get some deals and obviously to get some, some equity, right? Sure. You, need, you need that to take down such, such, such deals.
1: Are you just looking right now in your
0: market or are you guys looking outside of
1: uh, Maryland?
0: Interestingly, um, you know, we are, based on our investor base, right, they are kind of, um, they really like the Texas market, essentially, right? So, you know, when really? I call folks and say, yeah, and say, hey, you know, we've got some deals in Baltimore, they're like, well, what's really going on there? You know, you had the riots. I'm like, yeah, but that was a few years ago, you know. <laughs> so it's really, you know, I mean, perception is reality, right? Yeah. So, you know, as we're getting that, you know, we're hearing enough from our investors, we, we're we basically kind of shifting our model. So we really like the Houston, Texas market. Yeah. Um, like I told you before the show, we just closed on a 160 unit over there. Um, so we're really kind of shifting gears into that. But we still love Baltimore. We live here my wife and now. I've got my family. I'm a baby here. So we, we love this city.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. You've already closed on 160 unit in Houston. That's so cool. So well, let's transition and talk for a minute about uh, your best deal. It sounds like you've done a little bit of single family. You've done some multifamily. You've done some big apartments now too. What's, what stands out as your best deal ever?
0: Yeah. So I think for the best deal ever, I'll probably go with the, the house hack that we had. Right. Cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we bought this property, essentially. Um, it was in a nice area of, Bo- um, of Baltimore City, right? It was, it was a class A building. Um, we got it for two forty um you know my wife and i did some work so we basically moved into the bottom floor um but before we did that we got a you know a contractor in I kind of managed him um and then we you know took out some of the you know some of the bath the kitchen and then took out the whole bathroom replaced it with you know typically ikea cabinets and shower all that kind of jazz pinned the whole place um we moved into that bottom floor but we inherited some tenants on the on the top floor oh, they so they were already
1: in the in the building
0: Correct. We bought them with the building. Okay. And there were two tenants. So they were basically kind of paying most of the mortgage for us. So that was kind of, you know, not to go too much into mindset, but that was kind of new for us. We're like, oh my goodness, somebody's actually paying us to live here. You know? What kind um, of that was, the, was it a single family or what was it? It was a duplex. It was, actually. Duplex. Gotcha. It was a duplex, yes. Um, so we, we basically did that. Um, and then our baby came, uh, baby girl. Congrats. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. And then we, we moved up. And then did the same ex- exact thing. We, they had like this really old bathtubs. They were like steel back, like really oh, yeah. yeah. handy. Cast yeah, iron, yeah.
1: yeah Cast absolutely. iron, correct.
0: Yeah, so we, we took that out, put a nice shower in there, kind of did the same thing, paint, um, you know, took out the, I think it was like a for Michael countertop. We took that out and put, you know, nice granite. Um, I think we had um, a marble downstairs. So basically kind of spruced up the, the building. Yeah. Uh, so remember we bought it for, for 240 Yeah. So after we did that, 18 months in, he appraised for $375. Um, Amazing. And, yeah. And, you know, we spent about, I don't know, forty, maybe 50000 on kind of the re process. So just in 18 months, we, you know, gathered a lot of equity. And that was for us just, um, you know, really exciting and fascinating for us that, oh, wow, we could actually do this.
1: Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. So did you guys, so you said you moved from the, from the bottom level up to the top level?
0: Correct. Yes. And so are you occupying the whole place or do you have somebody now in the bottom level? Um, so we actually got a tenant in the bottom level as well. We actually moved out of that building now. So that building is is there cash flowing like crazy. Um we, we're loving that. We're not really complaining. Um, so we're just kind of hoping that's part of one of our retirement plans is gonna go into the estate.
1: Heck yeah. Okay, so you bought it. Let's just break down the numbers again. You brought it for two forty. You put between forty and fifty in it. So let's say you're in it for two eighty, two ninety. Right. Um, It's appraised for three seventy five. So you've got you know eighty eighty five thousand dollars in equity right now. And what are you getting in terms
0: of rents right now? So in terms of rent, we got um, one two on the bottom floor, one four on the top floor. One two on the bottom, one four on the top. Correct.
1: Dang, dude, (laughs) that's amazing. So twenty six hundred coming in. Correct. Correct. And you're in it for about two ninety, you said. Correct. That's and what sort of so let's talk about what sort of financing did you put in
0: place? How did you acquire it? Fantastic question. So we actually got an FHA loan on this. So it was like three point five down. Because so um, you moved know,
1: into it, that's the beautiful thing
0: about a house yeah. hack. That's right. Yes. Oh, yes.
1: dude. Yes. So FHA, what were the terms like?
0: Um, pretty good. You know, three point five down interest. Um, thirty if You know, obviously fixed. Um, so we just kind of you know kept kept on that. Um, nothing really fantastic there.
1: Yeah. No, but it is fantastic.
0: <laughs>
1: I, and I don't even know the I don't know off the top of my head, the rules. I mean, I guess you have to, you have to live in it for a certain amount of time? I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. typically you have to live in there for about a year or two. Um, okay. so obviously we've, we, we've, we've been there for more than two years now. So we just had to move on. Um, you know, actually we moved in, moved into another flip that we, another property we bought down the road. We like that area. It's a nice, nice. Sure. You know, yeah. See that is the folks, this is the beautiful thing about a house hack is you can get
1: FHA financing if you're going to live in the house yourself. FHA financing, you're only talking about three and a half percent down. Mm-hmm. Your down payment is no. Now, what did you do about repairs? Where did that money come from?
0: Oh, so great question. So that money was basically, it came from our savings, right? So we, we had some money put aside. So we we're just basically, we're saving. Because obviously when you're living in a place and you don't have to pay rent, um, you actually start having money cuz you know, you know, you know that money isn't coming in and going back out in rent, so we actually could save a lot of money my wife and I and we just basically infuse that and just deploy that capital into Gotcha. The, into the building.
1: So you do so you've got more than just your down payment into this particular
0: building. Now, have you refinanced it and tried to pull any of that out? Um, not yet. So we're going to we're going to leave that as is for now. Yeah. Um just just to kind of, you know, keep that going. It's it's pretty um it's a pretty good deal for us. So we're really excited about it.
1: Hey, I will say this, man. Interest rates are at like historic lows right now. If you were going to refi, now's a great time to refi because you can pull that, if you can pull that equity back out, especially the money you put in, it's tax free money. Take that money out and put it back in your next project.
0: Right. You you re access that money essentially. Right. It's the kind of the bra um, strategy, right? Um, That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Get your money back
1: out and do it again.
0: Right, right, right. Absolutely.
1: You know, so the other thing I would mention too, what you could have done, and folks that are listening to this on the house hack, FHA actually has a renovation program too. I think it's called like the 203K program. 30K? Yeah. Correct. So that I mean yeah. there was the the potential on something like this if you're house hacking it to actually borrow the funds through FHA for the renovation as well. I mean there's a lot of paperwork that goes with it, but it's we've actually done renovation for other people that were doing 203Ks before. So totally possible. Correct. And again, right. like what you there's nothing wrong with what you did either. If you got the cash to leave in it, leave in it, or wait a little bit down the road at some point refi and pull it back out and reuse it on your next project. Correct. Correct. So, Killer. So you're sitting on a a pile of equity right now. Some of it's your own, and some of it's just because you bought good, and then you've reinvested it in other projects. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we've so we did another flip um, not far from there. Um, That was a very interesting one. Um, Obviously, have some relationships, um, you know, in the marketplace. So I got a call, and you know, um, basically a wholesaler. Well, they're actually builders, but they also wholesale as well. Said, hey, all I've got this deal for you. You know, you wouldn't believe it. So I you know, I went to look at a property. Um it was kind of like on the border between, you know, good and bad, right? Yep. Um so we 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 bought that property and we bought that one for seventy-five thousand. Um we we rehabbed it, uh, and we put another seventy-five into it and we sold that for about two forty-five.
1: Yeah, right? so another ninety-five thousand yeah. dollar
0: yeah it. roughly yeah 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 so that that was kind of um you know it was very interesting though you know the project took longer than we thought it was very hectic you know um i watched too much hgtv and i uh, felt like this was gonna be like a breeze through you know but can't believe those shows man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no you make it look easy Ken. Uh, <laughs> it's only real when we do it <laughs> yeah it's like it was just like I, I i could not imagine how much work you know that went into that but i was good i was i was there every single day while wow. i was on i mean i was project managing this it wasn't like i had a you know a gc was kind of me doing it so it was um it was difficult than i thought you know yeah Um, yeah. it was a really good learning curve for us too
1: well so and that's it's funny that's a common theme as well a lot of times uh these best deals they also they leverage into another really good deal especially if you've created profit or you've created equity you take that equity and you reinvest all of a sudden now there's generations of houses that are doing you know that are producing profit or income because you had one really good one the same thing with what you just did that's amazing so right. let me ask you this what how has that changed your business doing that best deal working that house hack how has it changed your mindset how has it changed your business what are you doing
0: differently now because of that? oh man i mean i can go on and on and talk about mindset forever and ever we don't have enough time to do that um but it's kind of like you know my wife and i we were you know at home one night you know doing what lovers do um, cook. <laughs> I was I was telling I was telling her, like, hey baby, like I just my account keeps growing and growing. This is when we started living in the house act, like my account just keeps growing and growing and growing. And she was like, Me too, you know, like so but that and I'm just mentioning that cause you know, prior to that we were living in a, a luxury, you know, apartment building. You know, I didn't never, worry, I never had to worry about taxes. I never had to worry about when the trash goes out. I never had to worry about parking like yeah. I did when we got the outside in the city. But when you kind of change your life and you get a little bit uncomfortable, you start to see some real, real changes. And for us, you know, just kind of getting rent, you know, was a big one for us. We were like, oh my goodness, we have to do this like, you know, like, like 10 times. Like we, we need to get more of this because that yeah. would be bad time back and, you know, get financial freedom. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So starting with that. And that's a great way for somebody that's never done anything. I think, you know, Brandon Turner preaches the same thing. It's start with a house hack. It's a great way to start buy a house, you know, get conventional financing on it, rent off one side, live in the other. And then you're sort of off to the races. You start saying, man, this, this passive income is nice. I can get used to this. And then it sort of launches you into the, into your rental business. Right. Correct. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, oh man, this was a fantastic best deal ever, man. I love the I love a house act too because that's that's unique and the fact that you're still sitting on it, you're still you know getting cash flow from it. That's very cool. I appreciate yeah, you being
0: you. with us today, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Ken. Thank you, I really appreciate it.
1: All right, sit tight, you Deal Farm listeners. We've got more coming up in just a second. But for right now, I want you to do something for me. I want you to pick up your phone. Now, if you're driving, just wait till you get to the next stoplight. I want you to go to your Amazon app. I want you to type in Profit Like the Pros. You'll see my paperback book, published by Bigger Pockets, come up. Okay, now just hit the order button. See how easy that was? Here's the deal in just two days, you're going to be enjoying 25 amazing stories of seasoned investors, sourcing and funding and profiting from all types of real estate investments. Okay. Back to the show, except in this segment, we're going to talk about the deals that didn't go so well. Hope you enjoy. Hey, I am here with my good buddy, Ola Dantis. Ola, how you doing, man? Doing fantastic. Good. I want to hear about it, man. Tell me about the worst deal you've ever done.
0: Oh yeah, I can just I can still feel that. Um, so one thing I didn't mention, you know, before was all our flips are actually full guts. So we put oh, wow. permits for everything. Yeah, we do mechanicals, plumbing, electrical, everything. We wow. literally, I have pictures, um, you know, on our site. and um, we pull everything out. So we bought this. We found this deal, and it was actually still on the same proximity from all our properties. Um, it was um, it's about 23 square feet, um, you know, big, big house for the city, right? Um, yep. but had no parking. And that's a big, big deal for parking. Oh,
1: wow.
0: Um, yeah. So we got we got this thing for 150. And, you know, obviously as we started to pull, you know, peel the, the drywall, <laughs> we started to see a ton of issues. Um, you know, we started to, we had this little um, you know, addition to the back of the house, we weren't actually sure if it was legal or not. Yeah. Um. So we had to tear that down eventually because if we had to rebuild it, we had to go six feet deep, right into the yeah into the oh. ground. Oh, for like footers, so you like, have correct. Footers? Okay. C- correct. So we had to kind of take that down, um, not to kind of draw this out, but we had a ton of issues with this deal. Uh, we ended up spending, believe this, about two hundred grand. It's a massive house, massive house. We put a, a little dog house. I don't know if that's what it's called um, in your markets. Basically, just something to access um, the rooftop deck. So oh, we wow. Obviously, the deck, you know, um, the back was beautiful. You could literally put a, a new house on the back. This is in the city, by the way. So this is huge for those in different parts of the country. And to clarify, um, this is in Baltimore. This is in Baltimore City, yes. And this yes. is, in, I guess, just a really nice part of Baltimore? Very nice part of Baltimore. Upper Falls Point, very okay area. Yeah, um, we didn't have parking, and we couldn't utilize the big backyard for parking because of we had entry issues. You know, and gotcha. we had to cut the curb. Okay. So you can you can hear all the <laughs> all the issues, right? Yeah. Um. So after this was all done, though, so bought it for one hundred and fifty. Spent two hundred thousand. Ooh, I can even feel the pain saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, and then it got appraised, though it got appraised for four sixty five.
1: Well, that's not crap. That's not bad at all. So you're in it for yeah. 350 appraised for 465 Correct. Well, um, we do not know that appraisal doesn't mean squat necessarily, though.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So we said, oh, okay. So we appraised at $465. let us put it on the market for $450. Um, it's sad. I <laughs> <Yeah, here you laughs> mean, I have videos of this actually on our site as well. And I can send it to you, Ken, as well. So beautiful. You know, we had a video. We had Nest, Tamostat, um, Nellie's, Lock. You know, very, autom- you know, automation house, beautiful kitchen, um, just really, you know, just a beautiful build, but it sat on the market for 450 for, for a while, actually. Yeah. Um, so I think we took it down to like 425 and then it still wouldn't sell. Um, so eventually, we just kind of rented it. So we've got like, you know, four guys that kind of work in the city, you know, Morgan Stanley, pretty good jobs, you know. Um, so we just kind of rented it out to, to those four guys, you know, young guys in their 20s, so kind of wanted a, a bachelor pad, so we just rented it out to them. What is it rented for? So it's actually rented for three thousand sixty a month. Um, so it's not terrible, but That's I kind of wanted bad. to. Actually, That's yeah, not that bad, dude. Well, you know, if you give me like a few more minutes, I mean, that dude was pretty bad. It took about, I think, it took about six months eventually to finish that property. I mean, we was a full gutter, obviously. Yeah. So it yeah. was a. So I, I had a, a few, a few headaches a, along the line. So. Yeah,
1: I hear you. Yeah, yeah. And so parking is still an issue. So what are your tenants doing for parking?
0: Um, they just have to drive around the block a couple of times and find parking. You know, I'm open, maybe in the nearest future. I mean, I still own the property. Um, maybe we kind of get a, you know, a permit to cut the curb and maybe demolish uh, the side and just try to see if we can get a car through. Because you can get like four or five cars pretty easily in the back if you can get to it.
1: You just can't get uh, to the back.
0: Correct. correct. Oh, okay. That's yeah. crazy. And that yeah. might
1: have been, so you think that's probably a big factor as to why it didn't sell?
0: I, absolutely. If, if he had parking, he probably would have sold for about 550000 600000 It's that crazy in, in Baltimore City.
1: Dang, yeah! You can yeah. Get, get into line somebody's pocket down at the city, man. Figure out how to get a
0: <laughs> permit or something. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that not <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. That's
1: crazy. But so, so, what did you do about financing? Did you have, I mean, like private
0: money or something originally? Yeah, so we, we have a really good relationship with a hard money lender. A local hard money lender guy, yeah, is is awesome. So, um, you know, he just basically helped us with that. I mean, the interest was a killer. It's about three thousand a month. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I was, you know, so that, that's why I was saying it's not a great deal. Cause I paid that for, you know, a few months or six months. So, you know, Did you refi to- though? I had to refi. Yes. Before okay. renting it, of course. Of gotcha. Course.
1: Okay. So you refi So you've got a, a decent cash flowing at this point though.
0: Yeah. 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 It's not, you know, it's not fantastic, but I'm not complaining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so see. It's funny. There's always that. I've I, I, I rented this a lot too, where it's just the dog of a house. You screwed up something, but you know, if you rent it, you can maybe like break even on the rents or do you just sell it and take your medicine? And, uh, I play that game a lot. Well, crap. So you just sell it and take a minor loss or break even, or do we just hold out hope and just rent that thing for another year or two?
0: Yeah, exactly. And the good thing about rent is, you know, you get that equity buildup ish cause you know, the yeah. tenant is paying down the mortgage. So, you yeah. know, um, I, I, I look at it as a hybrid strategy. That's actually why I said, you know, I'll rent it. So they pay down a little bit of the, of the mortgage. So even if I want to sell it and I put them on a two year lease, by the way. So oh, when they move out, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they move out in two years, if they move out, right. I still got a little bit. It's not much, but something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it wasn't fun when you're going through it, but at the end of the day, it's not going to sting. really not going to sting you that bad. Exactly. And that's so. the
0: thing I love about real estate investing. It's forgiving. Yeah. Give it time.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of, there's more than one option. It's like you got some, you got a toolbox, figure out what your plan B your plan C is and there's always a way to exit you know or maintain a property and, and not take it in the, in the shorts right? right
0: and it's a brand new building so I don't really have any capex as, as such because that's right everything is brand new everything
1: that's right yeah that helps
0: yeah that's awesome oh well, I appreciate
1: you sharing us with your worst deal man we'll talk to you soon thank you so much I appreciate you take care hey deal farm listeners If you haven't heard, I just recently released a book through Bigger Pockets Publishing called Profit Like the Pros. If you dig the Best Deal Ever podcast, you will definitely want to get your hands on this book. I take 25 stories from some of the top investors in the country and distill them down into 25 separate chapters that will not only entertain you, but educate and inspire you in all different facets of real estate investing wholesaling and flipping to self-storage, multifamily and commercial, we get into the details of short sales, subject twos, and even land flipping. Whether you're a brand new investor or you have years of experience under your belt, I promise you this book will engage you. If you would, take a minute, go to Amazon and order this book, Profit Like the Pros. And if you like it, please leave us a review. Thanks so much, folks, and I will see you on the next episode of The Deal Farm.